Welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast with John O'Leary. John is the number one national best-selling author of the book On Fire. He's a world-class inspirational speaker, and he's the host of the Live Inspired Podcast. John interviews extraordinary individuals on their life story so that you can wake up from accidental living and more fully live your life story. Here's your host, John O'Leary. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast with John O'Leary. Delighted to be with you on the podcast where we share remarkable stories of individuals who, through their challenges and adversity, through their lessons and their learnings in life, become even better versions of themselves. Yes, we do share some incredibly inspiring stories, but more than that, we share specific ways, specific tools that you can take back and that you can apply in your own relationships, your own finances, your own life. As you know, we frequently bring in guests who sit in studio with us. But on occasion, we try to share some stories that are in particularly close to our hearts. We try to share stories sometimes even that we deliver in front of live audiences. We now have hundreds of thousands of listeners. I want to say that again because it blows me away and you're one of them. So I want you to hear it, what you're part of. Hundreds of thousands of ladies and gentlemen from around the country and around the world tuning in to the Live Inspired podcast with John O'Leary. You can get pretty tripped up sometimes, though, when you hear numbers. Instead of focusing on those big, grandiose numbers, my friends, what we have always focused on at Live Inspired is the number one. One individual by one individual by one job as a teacher, as a nurse, as a business owner, as a parent, as a son, as a daughter, as a spouse, as a partner, as a friend, as a leader in life, making small changes in their life and in doing so making small changes in the world. It's a big deal. That's what we're trying to drive forward here in our Live Inspired community as we wake up from accidental living and live inspired. In hearing that, though, I think on occasion, some of us forget the impact that one person can have in the life of someone else. The story you're going to hear today was filmed a couple years ago in front of a live audience. It is one of our actually most requested stories. And unfortunately, it's actually one that I seldom get to share live anymore. So if you've heard me speak recently, it's unlikely that you've made yourself familiar with the story. And that's unfortunate because this one is a keeper. To set a little bit of the context, I am a little burned nine-year-old boy struggling mightily day after day after day. Yes, there are some phenomenal people that show up in my life. The uh, the announcer named Jack Buck, many of you are familiar with that story now. My mom and dad are there, of course, every day. I have siblings and visitors and friends and letters coming in from around the country and around the world. We received a letter from President Reagan saying that he and his wife Nancy were praying for us. A letter came in from the Vatican. Pope John Paul II said he was praying for us. Trees were being planted in Israel. It was a global effort, and we needed it all. We needed every bit of it. And yet we also needed ladies and gentlemen whose job it is to show up every day and to be there. This is the story of that healthcare team. This is the story of one of their remarkable leaders, this physician named Dr. Vachiavajan. And this is the story of the unsung hero, the ladies and gentlemen that sometimes we don't quite see because we're too busy doing what we're focused on, taking the next step, racing to the next meeting, living our life. 
And yet frequently it is the unsung hero that is the difference maker in our lives. This is the story of Nurse Roy. I love it. And I know, my friend, after you hear it today, you're going to love it too. So buckle up. Let the music start playing because you are in for a treat as Nurse Roy walks into your room. Some of us right now are sitting back, kind of blown away. This is a pretty emotional story. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can take much more. Uh, So for those of you who are still unsure of where this story ends up, the kid ends up surviving. And what I know, hang on. What I know about us is so do we, but it is sometimes a fight. And what I would encourage us to move forward within our motivation is love. Forget about fear, leave it behind. Let it go into yesterday. Let's talk about love. So that's the starting point, love. Love of our work, love of our team, love of the folks we get to serve, love of life. So that's where we start. And then we take the next step together as a family. Family, show me some spirit, love. And the next step, show me some why. Show me some why. By by a show of hands, how many of you have children? What's their favorite question? (laughs) Why? Notice today, though, that's not a question mark. It's an explanation point. It's a calling. It's mission work. It's realizing that our lives matter. There was a great fellow named Viktor Frankl who wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And eight times he uses the same quote to describe how he's moving through great adversity. The quote was, when you know your why, you can endure anyhow. When you know your why, you can endure anyhow. So the why is what our life ultimately is all about, what we would fight for, what we would live for. So I had a bunch of folks who lived the why for me as a child in the hospital, starting with my burn doc, and then the entire team, physicians, radiologists, folks who swept the floors, the custodians, nurses, of course. One of our nurses looked less like this gal and a little bit more like this man. (laughs) Do you remember him from the movie? What's his name? That's Apollo Creed, man. I had a nurse who looked just like him. His name was Nurse Roy. Okay, so this, this beautiful fellow would walk into my room every day He would pick me up and he would get me to stand up. It took the physical therapist consultants nine months to get me to stand up. It took Nurse Roy a grand total of two months. It wasn't his job. The man on the walk back, though, would carry me with my little legs hanging between his, dangling back and forth, back and forth. So I never touched the ground, but I felt like I was walking. And on the walk back, he would whisper into my right ear. He'd say to me very sweetly, he'd say, you have to lean in, ready? Boy, listen to me. You are going to walk again. You might as well get used to it. First time he said that to me, I hated him because I knew he was full of it. I knew I was never, ever going to walk again. Man, have you seen my legs? They're all burnt up. I'm not going to walk, Roy. And the following day, I'm hanging out in bed, minding my own business. The door opens up. 
Ah, oh, my sunshine again. He walks into my room, back into my life, picks me back up out of bed, and then he says these words. Listen again, consultants, listen. Instead of listening with fear, though, tune in with love. Listen. Boy, you will walk again. I'll walk with you. Come on. Come on. Move those legs. It's a love song. It's a love song. Not like train, baby, but it's a pretty darn good love song. This walk goes on with him back eventually toward a bandage change room where the man would pick me up and then submerge me in a stainless steel tub of water and they would do a bandage change. They would change all the wrappings. I brought two pictures. These are going to be the last hard pictures you have to look at this morning. So, so you may want to shut your eyes. Uh, some of you have had your eyes shut since I started speaking at 8.30. You, you keep your eyes shut. These are hard to look at, so shut your eyes if you'd like. It takes these nurses 45 minutes to pull off the bandages, and then they do their job. The job's called the breedment. It's hard work. They raise a little guy out of the tub. They set him on a side table. They dry him off, remedicate, and rewrap. Two hours of torture for them. For them. Forget about the patients for a moment. I think when we think of our own lives, how do we do the impossible day after day, whether it's with kids or your work as a consultant or leading forward in life? It points back ultimately to that quote, when you know your why, you can endure anyhow. When you realize that through your work and through your lives that miracles happen and they happen every day, but people got to fight for them. You can do it with your life. But I got to share with you one quick example of someone else who modeled some remarkable spirit for me as a kid. Two years ago, I was speaking at an organization, and it was not quite this size, but there were a lot of folks there. And after I finished, the leader walked out. He stood behind the podium, and he said to me, fella, all summer long, you've been trying to shine light into our darkness. We wanted to reflect a little bit of light back your way. So I said, okay. He said, fella, you had a nurse who did great work for you. And I said, man, I had a lot of great nurses, a lot of great folks served. And he said, well, man, you had one nurse in particular, this large African-American fella. And I said, man, that was, that was probably Nurse Roy. And then he says, John, what did that man used to say to you? And Sensi, do you remember what that man used to say? Keep going. You'll walk again, and then I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. So I said that, and then the gentleman behind the podium looks at me, and he says, fella, mm-mm. That is not what he would say. Uh-uh. I bet you what he would say would sound nothing like that and sound a lot more like this. And all of a sudden, I hear this mic crank on, and that pierce behind it, this big boom. And then I heard this voice. Boy, you are walking again. I am proud to walk with you. And then since they pull back this curtain, and in Eufaula, Alabama, they bring out Nurse Roy. 
They, they paid a private investigator three weeks' salary to track this man down. Dog the bounty hunter would have had him in 24 minutes. Okay? That is a fact. <laughs> they tracked him down, they brought him in, they surprised him and me. We had an incredible time, and that night he shared with me three things that I'm going to leave you with. Here we go. First thing he said was this, do not write these down. John, <laughs> it shocks me that you did something with your life. <laughs> oh, thank you, Roy. Then he says, but you know what surprises me more? How beautiful your wife is. <laughs> hey, man. I'm glad they found you. This is great. great. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, but you know what surprises me the most? And I said, man, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he said, I'm going to tell you, John, you need to hear it. And Cincy, friends, family, family, you need to hear this. He says to me, what surprises me the most is to learn after 27 years that my work and my life mattered. He never fully knew the degree to which his life mattered. And I would imagine sometimes there are nights where you go home and you put your head down on that pillow and you're thinking, my gosh, is it worth it? Is there a better way? Is there an easier way? Is it worth it, really? And what I remind 8,000 friends is the music blast, baby. <laughs> Heck yes, it's worth it. It is worth it every day. Well, my friends, was Nurse Roy as impactful as I warned you on the front side? Uh, here's this seemingly simple, ordinary guy who does his job with purpose, uh, with passion, with beauty, day after day, overlooked, underpaid, overworked, struggling in doing so, and yet by being inspired to know his purpose, by being inspired to live out his why, by being inspired to realize he was doing something bigger than himself, he was part of someone else's miracle. He is one of the major reasons why I am with you today, one of the major reasons why I've had the incredibly charmed life that I have lived since being released. He's one of the reasons why I walk that vision of picking me up from my own bed, unhooking me from those wires that held me down. I'm not sure what wires are holding you down today, but sometimes we need to be released from them. He unhooked those wires for me, picked me up, dragged me back, and said those beautiful words, boy, you are going to walk again. But my friends, don't miss his second sentence. Listen one more time right now, and I'll walk with you. Sometimes we need to be Nurse Roy. Sometimes we need to be the lady, the gentleman, the leader, bold enough to pick someone else and remind them that their best days remain in front of them. Sometimes that is our job. And yet other times it's our job to be humble enough and to surrender enough that we accept that encouragement, accept that guidance and that love from someone else in our life. So today, my friends, my challenge for you is to place yourself squarely into that story and to realize that your best days are in front of you. And I'm looking forward to walking with you toward it, boys and girls. My friends, if you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed bringing this one, and as much as we enjoy bringing all of our podcasts to you, do me a favor 
and tell your friends, tell your coworkers, your family members, those you worship with about the Live Inspired podcast with John O'Leary. It's a simple way to remind the world that spends so much of its time focused on fear and anxiety and darkness and despair to open up their eyes, to look for themselves, what they see around them, and to realize in spite of some difficulty, we are fortunate. We have incredible opportunities in front of us right now, and the best days remain in front of us. So let's share that kind of news with a community that I think longs for it. Uh, We're making a difference one by one. And my friends, I am grateful that you are helping us share this message. So share it through social media or any other way you see fit today for this time. And until next time, this is John O'Leary, and this is your day. Live Inspired.